Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is, we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, loves. How are you doing today? I hope your week is going good so far. I'm doing okay. I didn't really get great sleep last night, but I'm hanging in there. I got my coffee right here and I am just, I'm a, I'm a person who is just absolutely in love with coffee. I know it's probably not the healthiest thing to be drinking all the time, but you know, sometimes you just need your little pleasures in life. And one of my big pleasures is coffee. Sometimes I even think about it when I'm going to sleep and like get excited to wake up because I know I'm going to drink coffee. It's like a, it's a very big, big love for me. Um, but anyway, so I'm feeling okay despite the lack of sleep and it's a nice summer day outside and I'm really excited to get out there after I finish recording and have a, a great day off. Actually, I'm going to take the rest of the day off today and it's just going to be really, really nice. So this is a great way to start my day, to connect here with all of you. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about making big life decisions and having anxiety around that. And I can totally relate to this. I'm sure a lot of people can too, because when we don't have the answers that we want, it can feel really uncomfortable. All right, so let's get to the question. Hi, Bunny. I want to start by sincerely thanking you for sharing your heart and your compassion with us through this podcast. This feels like a safe place where we can be honest, which is why I feel comfortable writing into you. I was wondering if you have any higher self-advice about struggling with big life decisions when you have an anxiety disorder. In particular, how does one navigate fear of regret or making the wrong decision. I was diagnosed with OCD this year and it has been the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life. One particular challenge is that it has brought me totally out of touch with my intuition. The fear voice is so loud that I feel like I can't hear my higher self and it's been like this for years. Getting a diagnosis was a relief and I'm just now starting therapy for OCD. At the same time, I've also been trying to figure out whether I want to be a parent one day. I'm 26, and if I do become a parent, it won't be until my early 30s. So I have some time to make my mind up. However, I want to figure this situation out soon because my partner definitely wants kids, and I feel like I need to make a decision before we take the next step in our relationship, moving in together. My biggest fear is that I'll regret my choice whether I choose to have kids or not. Imagine living with lifelong regret, realizing you made the wrong decision about the most important decision of your life. 
My partner is lovely and not putting any pressure on me to make up my mind right away. But I want to figure this out. I'm so jealous of the people who seem to just know things in their life. I have friends who've always known they want to be mothers and friends who've always known they want to be child-free, but I simply don't know which path is for me. Any advice you could give would be appreciated, but I'd also be comforted just to know that I'm not the only one who has struggled with indecision around this choice. Thank you, Bunny. Hi, babe. First, you should be really proud of yourself for getting more healing support and navigating this diagnosis. I'm so happy it has brought you insight into some of the challenges that you faced and can now be more informed on how to manage it. I totally understand wanting to know what is the right or wrong decision when it comes to big things like having kids. And from the outside, our culture seems to put a lot of pressure on us to just, first of all, want kids, especially if you're a socialized female. It's still considered shameful by many for a woman to openly say, I don't want kids. My good friend Ruby Warrington just released a new book called Women Without Kids to give voice to this. And you should see some of the comments that are on her posts. It's, it's really just ridiculous. So I think there is this idea that it's something you should always know you want because that's what we hear a lot from people. And we honestly don't hear a lot from people who just don't know. But it's very, very common to not know this big this big issue. Years ago, I was feeling the same way. My partner wanted to have kids, but I still wasn't sure if I did or if I was ready to. And I remember actually looking up more support online like you for people who are on the fence. I, like you, was in the same place wanting to just know that other people felt this way too. But I didn't really see that much out there. And I think a lot of that is because there's still so much shame for people openly saying that they don't want to have kids, that the discussions about the topic are still just really, really limited. So you're not alone. And I also want you to know that it is totally okay to feel unsure But I get it, that's uncomfortable because being in an unknown space is uncomfortable. We like to feel in control. We like to be able to predict our future. What we think we want for our future is based on the predictions of what we think that would look like, what we think it will give us. Lots of people associate having kids with stability, comfort, and love, and they hope that is what having kids will give them. In my case, I did end up deciding I wanted to have a kid, but as we got farther along the process, I found out that I had lots of fertility issues and the chances of me having a kid were very small. That was something I could have never expected. And I remember I was really upset about it and grieving that loss a lot. And I was talking to my therapist about it and my therapist asked me, why did you want to have a kid? And I thought about it very deeply. And I said, I want to have a kid because I want to love someone for who they are, for their authentic self, the way I always wanted to be loved. And she responded, that's great. But I want you to know that what you expect to get out of it 
isn't actually what happens. Meaning, I might think, wow, my kid is going to be so happy and healthy and love themselves so much because I'm going to give them love no matter what. But the idea that we have total control over that is an illusion. My point is that this idea that if only you knew what you wanted, then you would be in control isn't actually true. And making our decisions based on the need to control, to predict, to know what is going to happen is a choice based on fear of the unknown. And ironically, life is the unknown. And the more comfortable we get in that space, the more peaceful our lives will be. Our anxious thoughts put a lot of fear in us. They activate our nervous system. And of course, we want to do anything we can to stop that feeling because it doesn't feel good. But part of the healing isn't to change our circumstance, but to change our perception of it. The fact that you are unsure means you don't take it lightly. You want to make a decision from your heart You intuitively know that you're still growing, still working on yourself, still discovering so much about you that you know will impact your feelings about this. You might think it's not your intuition that makes you unsure, but actually it is. It is your intuition that's telling you, now is not the right time for you to make this decision. You said it's difficult for you to hear your higher self, but I think your higher self is the voice saying, it's okay to take it slow, babe. It's okay to trust yourself that when you know, you will know. I also think that moving in with your partner might be triggering anxiety and the kid issue has kind of been a place where you can direct that anxiety. You think, well, if I knew whether I wanted to have kids and this whole moving in thing wouldn't scare me so much, I feel totally confident that moving in was going to be the right decision. But babe, no matter where you are in life, relationships bring up things you couldn't expect. And moving in together is going to be an eye-opening experience full of love, healing, joy, and difficulty all in one. But this is how we grow. And you can do this. Working with your therapist on your OCD will be incredibly helpful as you navigate these changes and the changes that you'll continue to experience. Please don't tell yourself that you can't hear your higher self. It was your higher self that encouraged you to write in. It was your higher self that encouraged you to go to therapy. It was your higher self that shows up with vulnerability and honesty in your relationships. You have a very strong connection to your higher self. You just have to give yourself more credit. I'm wishing you and your partner all the best in your move in together. Remember, there's a lot of joy in an unknown space. Trust yourself. Your higher self isn't always saying yes or no. Your higher self sometimes says, I don't know, and that's okay. All right, babe, take care. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, 
Hello Higher Self, an outsider's guide to loving yourself in a tough world is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. I totally relate to that feeling of being like, well, if I was really connected to my higher self, then I would have the answer to this thing right now, or I would know I'm ready for this, or I'd be ready for taking on that challenge and this challenge, and I'd be always be brave. But that's really not how our higher self works. Our higher self really is our wisdom of compassion. And through that wisdom, a lot of times it's saying, hold on you need more information or you need more growth before this happens, or maybe not right now. Maybe you're not ready for this right now. And we have to trust that wisdom that comes from that compassion. Compassion and self-kindness and love is very, very wise. And it's a lot of times our culture teaches us that like being too compassionate with ourselves means we're not going to be motivated to do anything or we're going to be pushovers or we're not going to accomplish anything. But that's not true at all. It actually is like this inner compass that is guiding you with a lot of love, encouragement and peace and accepting you for where you are in your journey and a place that you can really just trust and listen and be like, okay, I feel ready for this right now, but maybe not that right now. And that's okay, right? Our higher selves really just accept us for who we are right now, knowing that we're whole right now. And it's from that consciousness that we take a step forward. It's pretty cool though to know that we have these inner compasses and we're born with it. And as we unpack the layers of our conditioning, our LHBs, our trauma and our experiences, we we let go of a lot of the blocks we have to trusting that self. But that but that voice within has always been there and is your nature and it will never go away. All right, I'm wishing you a great rest of your day and rest of your week. I love you so much. Thank you for being here and your higher self loves you too. And I will see you next time. Bye. 